0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Feminists Want System Change Podcast. We are I'm Anne Sophie Garigou. And I'm Amariane. And we are here today with Vera. Can you please introduce yourself and your organization? Hi everyone, I'm Vera Sarakush. I'm working as an extended part of World YWCA uh, in a project devoted to SRHI and mental health, and I am regional coordinator for Eastern Europe. Originally I'm from Belarus. Thank you. Um, So just to um, make sure, SRHR is sexual and reproductive health and rights for everyone who doesn't know, because some people might not. So can you tell us what are some of the main challenges that women face, especially in Belarus when it comes to SRHR, and how does this connect to gender-based violence? Yes, uh, Belarus is facing multiple challenges when it comes to SRHR and it's very important to admit and to recognize that, um, also as a human right and not only for Belarus but for the whole Eastern European region because uh, the whole region is experiencing threats to SRHR. Um, one of the key challenges I want to to highlight, first of all, it's a a right for abortion. Uh, Belarusian women are striving for recognizing uh, the right for abortion, despite the fact that um, abortion is legally allowed in Belarus, we have weeks of silence uh, when abortion is not permitted in the city. Um, also I can name that there is an unbearable amount of pressure on a huge amount of women uh, who decide to have an abortion because we have anti-abortion consultations provided by state. Um, among other challenges I want to name um, the lack of compre- comprehensive sexual education uh, which is not implemented in a school curriculum um, yes, and coming back to the second part of your question, um, I must say that uh, gender-based violence is lie in the root of all SRHR challenges, and we can clearly see how power disparity between genders is reflected in somehow like dominating protectionist policy towards women in uh, in Belarus and other Eastern European states um, towards women, their bodies and decisions, and. To my opinion, uh, not giving women a voice and not letting them to decide about what they can and cannot do is gender-based violence. And uh, I can clearly see links between that and the challenges I described. Thank you so much. That's, yeah, it's fascinating. Really interesting. Interesting. From one uh, pro-choice yeah. activist to another. So as an active member of YWCA, how important is it that young feminists are included in processes like the Beijing 25-plus platform? Um, I think that uh, this is crucial uh, to ensure that young women, young women feminists, are represented uh, on a decision-making platforms like uh, Beijing 25-plus and to be honest, I'm really honored to participate in a such event personally and to voice up my needs and needs of those uh, young women uh, from my country um, that, uh, that, that don't, they don't have such an opportunity as I have. Um, and I think that more young feminists are represented and more of our expertise uh, is asked from states, from uh, um, other civil civil society, like all, all the members. Um, and it's better for the whole community, um, because we are young, <laughs> uh, we strive for change, uh, we represent uh, uh, diversity and we are very loud and unapologetic. <laughs> I think that's so important that you're saying this, yeah. And so what, do you have any like, policies recommendations um, that you hope to see from, from this process? Um, During the Beijing 25 process and forum, I was working on uh, SRHR uh, topic and I suppose the three main uh, vocalized concerns by civil society about SRHR, such as right for abortion, comprehensive uh, sexual education and access to contraception are key points. Um, Me as a part of civil society want to see changes as soon as possible and I want to see states are moving forward on those issues. And also another my personal expectation uh, um, from all countries in our region is to sign and to ratify Istanbul Convention. Because uh, I, I think that Istanbul Convention is the most comprehensive and the most effective tool to tackling violence against women and in insurance, insurance uh, comprehensive evaluation of country laws it's uh, changes changes in legislation it's pushing states to aggregate data on such sensitive issues and it contributes to cooperation and sharing experiences so I really hope that Belarus will sign and ratify convention very soon. Wow. Yes that's, that's great. That's, that's, that's a pretty summed up pretty uh, yes. <laughs> well. Well um, do you have a quote that you would like to share uh yeah i suppose um one of my favorite quotes is by ellie weisel um it says that neutrality helps uh, the oppressor but never the victim Nice, great way to end this podcast so you actually have a few minutes left you're really fast and comprehensive (laughs) which is which i I think our generation is actually i think it's straight to the point yes and um do you have anything you would like to share to everyone who's listening um yes i think that uh i want to as a as a Chara activist and a female right activist i just want to to yes, to ensure that women rights are uh, human rights, and only in human-based approach, in uh, right-based approach, and only in prevent with preventive measures, we can ensure that uh, SRHR uh, situation is getting better and it's not uh, exacerbating. That's awesome! Fantastic! Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Vera. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.